Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sun Ranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We shed a million tears and drank as many old self beers out at the game Let's go Kobe Sorrento With Michael Sorrento And Paulie Sorrento and the lovable loser Sorrento With Michael Sorrento And Paulie Sorrento and the lovable losers Sorrento Rising up, fights at Wrigley. Hey, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. My name's Danny Rock, and I am one of your hosts of the Sun Ranto Show. Ranto Show. You just heard the voice of Michael Cotton, and joining us yet once again, crawling back to the Sun Ranto Show uh, with this time with with some hot scoops, uh, Crawley. Crowley's back, uh, and of course, this show is brought to you by our 110 Patreon supporters. Please put hashtag chance in the chat if you want to win a postcard sent to you by me, a Frank Chance. But we got to start right here with Crowley. Uh, Crowley, very exciting night on Tuesday. Um, I, I mean, I was at the game. I'm out in the bleachers. You know, it was kind of an ugly game. Uh, it was. I wasn't having a very good time. Uh, the Cubs were getting their asses kicked, and I, I left. And at the top of the eighth, I wasn't feeling the vibes. And there were, I guess there were reasons why, because uh, you happened to film a viral fight that TMZ picked up that <laughs> was on the news. Like, how many people asked you to, to for, for permission or not permission to repost that uh, that fight? I, don't, I lost count. But, yeah, some people like TMZ, I didn't even know it was just on there. And uh, next someone was like, you're on TMZ. You're on. I think I was even on like Gateway Pundit or some like something, some weird shit. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. But, you know, it's, I mean, like, honestly, I, I've seen worse fights than that. I'm like, I don't know why that one went so viral. I, maybe it was just because of the optics of it. It was the tumble. I mean, it, well, let me play it for those of everybody seated, I think. So I'm going to play it. And I actually put part of it in slow motion. Uh, so, well, I'll, I'll play it at full speed first. Here we go. So there's my tie guy trying to hold it back, and boom! Down three rows he goes, recovers, climbs back up the bleachers, looking for more. Red shirt gets in the way. 
Mike Ty guy is involved for some reason. And then uh, you kind of got a shot probably of the, of the guy with his eyebrows split open. It seems like it was done by old Jesus Tumblr. So that was pre- that was pretty much the, the the part that went viral is that part where he tumbles down. Three. So do you know what happened? Like, what was that fight about? Yeah, you know, uh, God, I, I came down to the game, doubleheader versus the Cardinals. So you already know that's trouble right there. Uh-huh. And uh, it was beautiful, sunny day. It was like, Tuesday, okay? It was right. Tuesday. Everybody needs to, like, stole the role. It was Tuesday. And, and, and I get in there, and the crowd was flat. You know what I mean? So you wonder how many people were just, like, had, had been making a day out of it, at least, you know, seven, eight-hour bender, you know? And uh, the Cubs are getting their ass kicked, and I'm bored out of my skull, you know? And I'm like, I told my buddy, Andrew, I said, hey, let's – Let's just go for a walk, see who's around, kind of hang out. And so I walk, and I get to the bleachers, and who do I, you know, it's my tie. Hey, my tie. Hey, kid, come grab a beer, come sit by me. Okay, yeah, no problem. You know, Cubby Rachel's there. Uh, yeah, yeah, the UK From Rachel. England, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the English people were in town. Uh, UK Cubs fan and Cubby Rachel were there, so. Right, so we're hanging out. We're having a good old time, you know. And, we're, and it was funny because we were talking about cup snakes, and and uh, someone's starting this cub snake. It's not that maybe like, you know, four feet high, you know, five feet high, nothing big. And uh, apparently, you know, everything seemed fine. But then, like, apparently uh, somebody spilled some cub snake backwash on somebody. And supposedly that's how it started. Am I 100% sure? No. What, All was, I know is. Was it this guy? <laughs> this is, this is mean, the guy from the video who is, uh, who's got about a four-foot cub snake he's, that he's working on. Looks like a. <laughs> It totally makes it totally makes sense though. Like Danny, you have been saying this. I don't know how many times. Like it's chew spit and backwash and garbage and nasty shit falling all over everybody. Uh, you know, you didn't predict this, but you. I mean, if that's what started it, break out over this shit all the time. And 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 so yeah, all the all of a sudden it just erupted, and I had my phone. I was tweeting, and I just put on the camera and video, and I'm like, let's see how it goes. Uh, my tie obviously jumped, tried to kind of deescalate it. That it was already happening by the time my tie jumped up there and he was trying to prevent it from going worse. And so the one guy that you saw got that gash right above his eye. Yeah. I got a picture of him there. <laughs> yeah. You can get that nasty gash above his eye. And I, then, uh, he, he's going to need uh, medical attention. I, I think that's going to require a few stitches. You can see it above his right eye there. He's in a chokehold. That's another fan holding him in a chokehold, isn't it? Yeah, it was it was all fans kind of policing it at first before the red shirts came, and uh, I think the red you know at first the red you know because like with my tie he's just a guy in a Cubs shirt I mean you, take, you know like with the adrenaline at first I don't think they recognized him as much, and then uh, they're just trying to get people out of the area you know what I mean, and uh, that you know, the- that is good though in a sense that like what you were saying the Cubs fans were there were a lot of people trying to you know stop that shit from happening yeah and that was the good thing but. Uh, the one guy, he, he looks like Charlie Manson, the one that took the tumble. And, yeah, and can I play it in slow motion real quick? <laughs> check yes, this absolutely. Out. Check this out. So there he goes, and down, boom, two, three rows, almost a fourth row, but there's a fan there. And then I just love the guy with the with the cups, the guy with the cup snake, it's just, just standing right there, like just protecting it, like he he looks like a sentinel, like standing there, like one of the queen <laughs> guards. 
You think he thought, oh, when this is all over, we're really going to get this cup snake. Going. Yeah, I, I truly think that guy was really heartbroken that the cup snake didn't happen. Like, he doesn't give a shit about anything else other than the, 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 the cup snake didn't happen. He's like, I spent $43 for this seat so I could do this cup thing, man. We had some underage kids. We, well, this very same night, we had some underage kids. I don't know if that, that from the look of that guy's mustache, he looked like an underage guy too. But uh, we had some underage kids coming over and politely asking one of the red shirts in our row whether or not they could make a cup snake o- under the age of 21. And would it be okay if they played with cups? You, I mean, um, so now you got teenagers showing up, yep. you know, and they're probably drinking the backwash and dip spit before they make the cup snake just to get a little buzz. I'm just telling you, I think that the guy, the the, the Charlie Manson guy, I think, I think he was on something else other than booze. I think he kind of had some, uh, some, uh, you know, booger sugar or something because he, he hit hard. It was boom, 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 boom. And, and, he, and all of a sudden he just popped up like it was nothing. Like it, it was either, you know, some sort of, uh, well, remember the PCP days that, you know, right. like they were like, yeah, there was like nine cops out and me broke out like the incredible Hulk and went running down the street with no pants. It was, like, it was just adrenaline. I mean, I don't know. I've been in weird situations like that and you, you fall down, I, I don't know, and you, <laughs> Danny's seen me fall down. Didn't phase me one fucking bit. You, I, I think, you, you know, you, it's not until you, the next day that you feel that. I, shit. I, but I think, I mean, like, it was just so, like, I can't believe, like, just, like, how, like, he just popped up. I mean, he hit hard. Like, he, like, the, like you, you could heard hear it. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Like, like, oh, man, I thought his, I thought his head was going to split open. He was, a big, he was a big dude, but I think his head, I don't know, I haven't watched it you know, slow motion like Danny likes to do it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, let's watch it one more time. You know, it's possible his head just doesn't. There he goes. Let's see. Boom. Bong, bong. No, it's like his hip, his hip hits. It's possible his head didn't actually hit the, the ground because if his shoulders are on the bench, his head might have just snapped back, but not actually hit the ground. And then he just kind of flipped over it. I yeah, it, it was bizarre, but but here's the thing, man, is that I, I know some guys that work at security at Wrigley, and that wasn't even like, – that was just one – I had the video because I was right there. There was other shit and, – and the funny thing is TMZ took my stuff, put it on their website, and then what they ended up doing is they went and looked at the arrest records, and that neither of those guys were. It was somebody else. I know – I don't know the person that got arrested, but I know of the situation that they got arrested of – uh, just absolutely like some drunk girl and, and, and she was out of control. And, and so like, she's the one that got arrested. Those two guys, neither of them got arrested. I don't know what the consequences were for that. Uh, but, but here's the thing guys, you know, and we, and, and a lot of us have complained about it where they keep offering that college student special. It's yeah. like a $10 ticket. Okay. Yeah. And so shit, $10, you know, you get the ticket, you come in and the other thing is, is what we were talking about earlier is the cup snakes is that, you know, it, it's like, it's, it's a lose, lose situation because you take them away. Everyone was pissed about that. You let them stay. Then people are going to get pissed about that. But you know, between people getting spilled on and fights starting and, and, and cups going on the field, it's just time to end this stupid ass tradition. Yeah. It's not even a tradition. Uh, yeah. Uh, C- Captain Kobo writes in says, sorry, he couldn't help that he was on a, a street on, uh, across the street on a rooftop. Yeah, but I was told you could uh, leap a, right. a single bill. 
Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be able to leap from the rooftop into the stands and chop a cup snake. But if Captain Cubbo could really do that, he'd never pay for another ticket. <laughs> he would just jump across from the roof. He shouldn't have to pay for a ticket anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, it was a uh, Dominic Galore asked if I would play the penny whistle backwards. <laughs> I, had, I had a little fun with the video here. I, I got a couple things to show everybody. I saved one. Uh, but it, this fight looks – he tumbles down the bleachers, but it looks way better if when he's going backwards up the bleachers. <laughs> it's like, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> See now it looks like he's just joining joining a scrum. Yep, he's <laughs> jumping into it, but he did it with style. He rolled up those stairs. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was just a, a weird night, and you kind of knew something was kind. Like I said, you know, I always think about like stuff. You know, nobody died or anything like that, but like you know, when when you hear people like, have you ever seen that movie Give Me Shelter when they talk about the Altamont Speedway concert and shit? Sometimes just the vibes are all wrong, and and just like. Like I said, it was just just a very bizarre feeling throughout the evening. Yeah, I had a I made another video that I didn't put on Twitter, but uh, do you remember the video I had of Tatsuya, my Japanese friend, taking his first shot of Malort? <laughs> yes. Well, I I I meshed the videos together, and so uh, check this out. So here's Tatsuya. This is all Danny's been doing. He didn't get any work done today. <laughs> fucking, I didn't go down to the game. I was video. just like, no, I didn't. But check this out. This is pretty funny. <laughs> Put and you got it. Tatsu, you take the drink and boom! And he pushes him down the bleachers. Oh my god, that's amazing. So the, the, now I do gotta say, I, I, I've partied with Japanese people. The proper toast, Danny, is kung pai. I found um, that out after. No, I, I did everything wrong during that talk. Yeah, like, so it's, I, I told you, the Japanese guy that I was going to tell him the history of Japan. I did. I did <laughs> yeah, you watch the original video. I'm just when you want, What did you say on the video? You said bonsai, but it's kung pai is the shot, right? And then I'm looking at the video and I'm like, the guy's rinsing like it's mouthwash. I mean, like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that with any liquor. Like, oh, yeah, that smelled, was, that was the problem. You could see when he puts it in his mouth, he holds it there. Yeah, it goes to the side. Show it again real quick, Danny. Watch how like, he swishes like it's mouthwash. Well, well, well it's I, Malone, can, Malone I, mouthwash. I, I can do you one better. I can – I actually uh, – I'll find the video real quick uh, of the of just him so uh, you can see it just like that because I have the Tatsuya just going slow-mo. It's going to take a moment to upload, but yeah, in the – Danny, Danny's going to get the uh, best director. Miguel yeah. Spars is in the is is commenting, and I want to thank Miguel for his hospitality on Tuesday night. The, you know, working working a double shift, man, and still just being kind to everybody. Absolutely awesome. So love Miguel. Yeah. Hey, Miguel. Uh, so here, I've, I think it's it's processing. It's about to go live television, people. But uh, all right, here we go. Tatsuya in the slow mo. Banzai. Banzai. Takes a shot, and there it goes. Here we go, slow. He tried to hold it in. It's all over his child. It, it never, it never made it to his throat. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think he really could say he drank bullet. Um, bad news though. I think. All right, so those guys came in, and I think I said on the last show that Yuka, his wife. 
they're stuck in the United States because they had to take COVID tests and she could not go, but she tested positive. So, oh, no. yeah, way to go, USA. You know, just like typical, these guys, they come here and they get COVID. Well, then every the baby and uh, Tatsuya were negative. Well, Tatsuya just turned positive. So now that pushes their clock back. He's got to get back to work. He's just stuck in the United States with COVID at a freaking extended stay America out in the suburbs. And, uh, and I think it all happened at the Nisei Lounge. And that's what oh. I'm saying. Yeah. We just got, we killed the guy. We gave him the Lord and COVID that day. Oh my God. I yeah. Just, it was, it was, that, that's what they call the COVID handshake. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Chicago, that's the Chicago uh, high five. Uh, I mean, that could be a good, that could be that a shot could be of a Lord, a drink of uh, old style and COVID. COVID. <laughs> but that could be the next Nisei Lounge challenge is how often can you rinse and still swallow a shot of Malort? <laughs> I could do it. I you know, I kind of like it personally. I mean, I I told uh, I told them that I do like the taste. I drink it on ice sometimes. I drink everything on ice. Like judge me here, but this is red red box of wine on ice, just like Dad used to drink. And seriously, wait, it's pretty good. Which part are we supposed to judge there, Danny? <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah, take box of like wine this. on ice cubes. A box of wine is good now. I don't know if you heard. Ever since Real Housewives of Orange County, we're allowed to I do this. I can't wait till somebody. I, heard, uh, I want them to bring out like a box of beer. Give me a box of beer. I, I'll pour it in my own glass. I'd be happy I, to do one. I, I just, I just realized Corey Furlong points out that I forget that everybody doesn't. You know, everyone remembers that I don't pronounce the T in Malor. <laughs> Malor, <laughs> Malor, L O L. Yeah, it's 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 it should be like Malurt, Malurt, Malurt. Yeah, because it's got that double O, and I think it makes more of an ooh. Yeah, and, and, so there's a hilarious video about your uh, people around the world trying malort for the first time, and someone mm-hmm. said, someone goes malort, and then I just kind of like started doing that, and that's why I kind of it just it's stuck Wait, now. I can't stop doing it. Yeah, you Frenchify it. It's like when my mom goes to Aubon Pond, she's like, she all of a sudden like does it in a crazy French accent. She's like, let's go over there to Aubon Pond, and I'm like, mom, jeez, yeah. <laughs> Crawley's just out me. there. Crawley's out there getting drunk, like. The T's are silent, but Malord is buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that Pat's made it into the Cub Hall of Fame, maybe oh, they'll they'll retire that you know the 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 Iowa one. But yeah, uh, Crowley, I did want to ask you. We have it in our middle section, but I don't mind doing it now. But you know, instead, because I, I did want to ask you, because I know you got to take off and you're not feeling so hot, but. Uh, Got a little, uh, got a little back to school cold from the kids, <laughs> probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, what Pat Hughes, obviously awesome. I really was. I mean, it should. I wish they were saying you're in the Hall of Fame, but you get in the Dinky Cubs of, Hall of Fame instead of our Hall of Fame, which is like which they just made up last year. We went to it, and Corey Furlong's asking where it is it's underneath the left field bleachers. I'll so show it, some pictures of it. You That's you kind. It kind of got these like dinky looking plaques. <laughs> so. What's amazing is that they have Joe Tinker, Frank Chance, and Johnny Evers. They are not together. Yeah, they didn't put Tinker, Evers, and Chance next to each other. Like, how do they not do that? That's like a slam dunk. You just stick those. They, even the Hall of Fame put them all in in the same class. So, yeah, Pat Hughes got in, though. I told him on air. It was a nice moment, though. It really was. Yeah, he you know, the, the, genuinely the, uh, taken with it. Like he, it, it really meant a lot to him, and you could really tell it when he was talking to Crane Kenny, and and you know. But what I loved 
the best part was in with all that emotion, he was still trying to call that game. <laughs> Shambi would have been like, fuck the rest of the game. Let's all go get drunk. Just taking my award and getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because you rarely see Pat speechless. And there was a moment where he kind of had to gather himself a little bit. So, uh, obviously a well-deserved honor and, and that's kind of why they built the Cubs Hall of Fame where they have it you know is could it be better of course it could but you know for moments like this and and, and for Pat and his family it's going to be a huge honor so that's that's exciting uh, obviously uh, you know you have uh, Jose Cardinal and that was kind of a cool where Eddie Vedder really revealed it to him uh, Jose oh, I Eddie haven't have, seen that one was yeah that yeah 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 he sent him a video it was like a FaceTime they were FaceTiming each other and I guess Eddie was recording it and kind of let it, you know, let him know that he made it into the. Well, he was the one that broke did, the news. Wait, did the Cubs pay for a cameo? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they called up. They, they, they spent ten dollars to get Eddie Vedder to Vedder. do a cameo for Jose seconds. Cardinal. Well, let's talk about Jose Cardinal because I mean, Hall of Fame. The numbers aren't really there. I'm going to put up his numbers here. This is from Baseball Reference. He was on the Cubs for six years. He had a 296 batting average, 363 OBP, 424 slugging, 787 OPS. It was 14% better than the average player. The teams were mostly terrible. The highest they finished all those six years was second. Mostly it was towards the bottom of the league. Did it did is Jose Cardinal good to be in any Hall of Fame? I mean, well, I don't let, mean to let, be let's kind of talk here. about this idea right here. Okay. First of all, the Hall of Fame that when you say Hall of Fame, that's Cooperstown, New York. Right. Jose Cardinal's not getting in there. Hall of Fame. And and then what they're saying is there's this argument that MLB's Hall of Fame, Cooperstown, is too restrictive. Okay. And so that's kind of where something like the Cubs Hall of Fame. No, Jose Cardinal does not belong in Cooperstown, but for a generation of Cub fans. You know, he was a hero, you know, and there's a lot of guys that are like that, that aren't Hall of Fame, but probably Hall of pretty good and and guys that meant a lot to so that one day, like if you that's the thing is the Cubs have been so 69, nice, 84 centric and now 2016, but it ignores a whole bunch of players uh, within those time gaps. Well, yeah. and, and the thing is, the word fame has nothing to do necessarily with your production on the field. I mean, yeah. Jose Cardinal is clearly, he's one of the most famous Cubs. Well, a lot of people remembered. are pointing out, Shannon Gast says, Jose had good hair. <laughs> and Roberto Ramos, a.k.a. Captain Cubo, Cubo, it was the fro, biggest hair on the Cubs ever. And Bernie points out it's Eddie Vedder's favorite Cub, as he is Michelle Obama's favorite Cub of all time. Yeah. And I think a lot has to do with his personality and him coming back to the Cubs and being a Cubs con all those years. And Yeah, and, and that's why I think, you know, some of these guys, while their playing career may not uh, necessarily hold up to, you know, what they're trying to do with the Cooperstown Hall of Fame. If you're looking at fame, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of guys that could get in that. I mean, I'm sure Milwaukee put Euchre up on their hall of fame because I mean, fucking Euchre was more famous after baseball than he ever was playing baseball. Mr. But, Belvedere alone. But, <laughs> but, but he was on the team and, and, you know, as I mean, he's the guy everybody thinks of when, if they are to think of a, a brewer. A brewer yeah. yeah. Well, and then the last guy, unless you have something else to add about Cardinal, but the last guy, and we've been waiting for this for a while. We've been beating the drum on it since we really, it, it really just smacked us in the face. Like, 
what a like a terrible uh, miscarriage of justice it was for having but not having Buck O'Neill not only not in the Baseball Hall of Fame, but how did he not make it into the first round of the the Cubs Hall of Fame either? Like it's you know, and it and to me, uh, Crane Kenny was on the 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 TV talking about it. And to me, he sounded like he had just read Buck O'Neill's Wikipedia and was just up there being like, and he did this, and he was with the Royals and the Monarchs, and and he's great, and we love Buck. And, like, he just, like, like had just heard of him two days ago. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very curious if there's something between the Cubs and the Royals where the Royals just say, like, I just don't understand because, like, we, you know, Atlanta and Chicago both celebrate Greg Maddox. I don't understand why when, again, he never put on a, a, a Royals uniform in his life. No. So yeah. why, why did the Royals get like, you know, like a hundred percent of all, you know, it, to me, if anyone should be celebrating and doing more for buckets, it always should have been the Cubs. Always. Well, I heard a little story uh, at the Nisei lounge a couple of weeks ago from a, a friend that is, was at the club for hundred time with Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and that is, and I'll repeat it. And I, you know, this guy claims to know the story of what happened there, whether it's the whole story, I don't know, but Buck O'Neill was on the Cubs payroll until like 1988. Mm-hmm. And whoever was looking through things at the tribune or higher up there, at the time said, why is this guy? And they were paying him like five, 6,000 bucks a year, maybe 10 to be like an ambassador for the team, which he, he was more than that. He was a scout. He brought Lee Smith to us, you know, like there's a lot that Buck had been doing and they're like, well, is he really a scout? No. Well, they, they cut him at that point. And it could have been that there was bad blood between Buck and the Cubs because of that getting cut. And I don't know why they wouldn't just keep paying the paltry amount they were paying him. But that's what the guy told me is that it was that moment that it, it ended. But, but okay. Buck's been gone a while now, unfortunately. And there's no reason that I, I, I for, mean, for, we, for that matter, the tribune has been gone a while. Right. And so <laughs> basically you can, ju- I guarantee you that if you would have asked either Bob Kendrick, or if you would asked the, the family of Buck O'Neill, is it okay if we, the Cubs organization, honor Buck O'Neill? No one would have been saying like, no. And sometimes it's better to make something right. Do the right thing. That's all you got to do. So I, 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 they I still I, haven't, by the way, in my opinion, right, I mean, oh, they right. did. They didn't even announce the fact that his daughter came and threw out the first pitch. And was that his daughter? Uh, yeah, everything was like little blurbs. Like if you so when he made the Hall of Fame, the Cubs redid the flag. So there's a Buck O'Neill flag on the first base side, a blue one that says O'Neill on it. And every Hall of Famer has one that goes around the exterior. I think they they there was like yeah, up on the You can see it from yeah. the bleachers. Yeah, and so but you know when you're walking around, you can walk around the outside of Wrigley now, the exterior foul pole, the foul pole. That's where you see all the flags, and it's up there. But there's never been any like big dedication or fanfare or anything like that. Well, and and I mean, honestly, as we've said on this show many, many times, they need to just retire the number fifty three. The I mean, fifty three is not a fucking number that people are wearing all the time. Anyway, nobody's even going to notice if it gets retired. But you know, I was just there, and I looked at the flags. You know, and you got. Uh, Jackie Robinson, of course, is flying on the left field flag. It's the fourth flag over there. Uh, the right field flag only has three flags. I mean, just symmetry-wise, it's got the perfect spot for Buck to be on the right field in the same spot as Jackie in the 
or no, the other way around. Jackie's in the right field and, and Buck could be in the left field in the same spot. You know what I mean? So like when you looked, you would see Jackie's 42 over here. And then over here, you'd see Buck's 53 at the bottom of the, the row of flags. Well, he's going to have to share the number, unfortunately, with uh, Wellington Castillo <laughs> from 2010. Beef Castle. Yeah, the, the beef. Taylor Davis from 18 to 19. <laughs> Terry E. writes, Buck played for the KC Monarchs. Yep, and he managed them as well. But again, when you talk about his legacy in MLB, as far as, again, being the first African-American coach, that's with the Cubs. Scout with the Cubs. Uh, yeah. he, he drove Ernie Banks to sign his contract with the Cubs. He literally taught Ernie Banks that the persona of Ernie Banks came from Buck O'Neill. He's the one that when Billy Williams was going to quit baseball, he literally left the team. They sent Buck O'Neill down to get Billy Williams and, and convince him and drive him back to minor league baseball. And these stories right. are only told by us on this yeah. show. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, we had... Well, uh, you know, we had uh, Bob Kendrick on the show, and that's where we found this stuff. The Cubs have never done any of this stuff. Lou Brock, Lee Smith. Yeah. The, 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 list, the list is endless of what his contributions are Gene both Baker. to the Cubs and to baseball. And, and, and that's why, you know, yes, Kansas City Monarchs, but, you know, when we talk about MLB – the only, you know, I got a picture of Buck O'Neill wearing a Cubs uniform, and 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 I that's the only MLB uniform I ever saw him in. Right, and and I get it. Like, yes, Buck was from Kansas, Kansas City, uh, and he was, you know, the the Negro League Baseball Museum is Buck's museum. It is, uh, it was developed, and it is there. They're doing the the new addition the buck o'neill like the center yeah the center that they're doing for him he is absolutely tied to that and kansas city has picked up on that because they are tied to the monarchs right you can have both though but hell right but there's no reason but that's what i was getting to but he, he was never necessarily a part of their organization except for as maybe a fan, you know, I know he's got uh, a seat there. They have a special Buck O'Neill seat that is reserved yeah. for him or. And, like and you can do that. He's, different he's color. from your yeah. town. You got a famous person from your town. That's as important to the entire game of baseball as Buck O'Neill. You do stuff like that. You don't fucking ignore him like the Cubs do. Yeah. Well, uh, the the wrong is being righted little by little. Um, I wish it was happening in a different way and better. But, hey, I, I feel pretty proud of us for, like, at least beating the drum as much as we did. Not that we have any part in it, but, it, you know, at least making the Cubs try to do something. There's 109 extra people out there for sure that know the story of Buck O'Neill with the Chicago Cubs. So. Yeah. And, and here's what I will tell you is that they do feel pressure. They hear it. And so not saying that because of the Sun Ranto show, but just – when they start hearing things and then all of a sudden there's a lot of pushback, eventually you, you kind of get cornered into doing the right thing. Yeah. Trust me, Crawley. We know they're listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, we know. We know I they're fixed, watching. I fixed Dexter Fowler back in fucking 2016 when I told him <laughs> to move his ass back a little bit. Then he went to the Cardinals and moved fucking forward again. And you saw what happened. And, 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 and you did a good job, Michael, of ruining my trivia contest. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. So that was funny. So that was at the game uh, the other day, the the Brewers game. Club 400 party. And 
Yeah, so Danny said that they're going to be on the balcony, and I thought he meant the upper balcony, and I didn't see anybody over there. Then I go walking over there, and I can't see you guys because of the tree. So, and you know, so you're blocked. So all we're on the I'm, lower balcony. Yeah, you're on the lower balcony, and and I'm always outside. I'm up in the bleachers, and I can't see people because of the tree. And all I can hear is somebody's doing some sort of fucking trivia thing. And they ask, you know, who had 191 RBI, which I absolutely know the answer to. So I just scream from the bleachers, Hack Wilson! (laughs) And then I immediately get, we don't need your help up there! (laughs) (laughs) They beat a gallery. Shut up. We're doing (laughs) trivia down here. (laughs) And I know Uh, Mike either. Yeah, we were sitting there. and we So I I was doing Man on the Street stuff, and then we had a trivia contest where you could win prizes. And, you know, we had a little kid in the contest, so we kind of made some of them easy and let his dad help him out. And then, then I, you know, but there's, you know, Ryan Cox, actually, who, who I, we saw, he was with us at the bleachers the night of that fight. He was at yeah. the Club 400 party. And, uh, you know, and so it was him versus the little kid and the dad. And so I would purposely give Ryan kind of the much tougher questions. <laughs> and so, yeah, Michael ruined it, but it's all good. So we'll call I'm, I'm still waiting for my prize. <laughs> I, we talked about it for next time. We're gonna have a t-shirt cannon just so over oh, the there we go. <laughs> yeah, you can throw it, you can hit them all the way into uh into the ballpark then. I don't know. Yeah. Those, those things could shoot like to the upper deck if yeah. you get a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll shoot them by the juniper bushes. That would be awesome if you sat over on the rooftop and shot them into the left field bleachers. Yeah, we're, we'll work on that. You know, and, and those of you that went, I know there were some of you here that went. It was amazing. And those of you that could not make it, you know, hopefully next time we're, we're definitely going to do it again. Absolutely. Well, Carly, thanks for coming on. I'll let you go. And uh, we're, we're going to go to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back to talk about this Cardinal series and the new Cubs schedule that, Oh, what, what a schedule did they make this time? You're good. I'm getting out of here before Michael starts yelling. My ears are already stuffed oh up. Oh my but, God. Uh, it is. We'll talk I'm, about I'm going to go do a shot of Malore and everybody take care of Gog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you're kind of sick. You might want a little tea. Exactly. No, no, Malor kills the germs. No, no I'm saying not because that's how Tatsuya got COVID. Tatsuya didn't drink it. You're not supposed <laughs> to spit it out. We'll be, we'll <laughs> if be you right back. Drunk it, it would have killed everything inside. We'll see you later. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But Super Ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, 
the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. And we are back on the Sunranto show. I dropped the link in the chat, patreon.com slash sunranto. This show is brought to you by our 110 Patreon supporters, and uh, we thank you very much for oh, 110 now. We've yeah, because uh, I think it was Corey Furlong. He had uh, two Patreons accidentally, and so now then he got down. Then he got rid of both, and then he just got one back. Uh, it's something like that. So we, so it all just uh, you know that's just kind of how that went. So it really well, wasn't. Well, thank you, Corey, for paying us twice and yeah. then not paying this at all well, and now and he wrote me again. he's like i just didn't want you to think that uh you know i didn't that you said something <laughs> that i hated <laughs> that i disapproved of and i had to that i had to uh you know get rid of my my patronage so things kind of went uh differently uh in this game uh, or in this series than I kind of thought. Well, they went exactly how you thought they'd go, which is our young pitchers would win their games. The guys, you never heard of, but it was different young pitchers than we thought. It wasn't right. yeah. Nesky and Killian. It was Assad and Farrell. Assad in his first major league game pitched well, and then Farrell has bounced around a little bit. He's a little older of a pitcher, but uh, first start of the year for the Cubs anyway. So do you know – that Farrell uh, had two starts with the 2018 Chicago Cubs. I mean, I might have known that at one point, <laughs> but that was one of those like pieces of information that I did not need to retain. And my brain was like, nah, that's I know cool. I was. Well, I was looking into it because I was like. Farrell doesn't seem to be the guy that we thought was going to pitch in this game. And then I looked and I'm like. Holy shit, he played with the Cubs before I do not remember this at all yeah so. I mean I, I remembered like when they started talking about him on the radio that his dad was John Farrell who managed the Blue Jays and the Red Sox and I was like oh yeah now it's all kind of coming back to me that like in the context of all that stuff I but, recognize um, that but I just I guess I forgot that the Cubs made that like it was one of those like John Farrell was getting fired from the Red Sox. And so Theo allowed Luke Farrell to come to the Cubs as a favor. Yeah, who knew he was still around, I guess, is <laughs> I think no. what we're saying. But um, yeah, so let's get into these games just a little bit. I mean, uh, Cubs won two of them, and it was both those games, the Assad and Farrell games. But game one, I, I was at games one, two, and three. Um, the first game was over in about two hours, just a little over two hours. The only thing that really happened in it was that, um, well, Albert Pujols hit a home run that wouldn't have been a home run in any other ballpark, but Wrigley Field, exit velo 99.7 launch angle, 22 degrees projected distance, 373. This would have been a home run at Wrigley Field and nowhere else, according to like, would it have been a homer or something like See, that? See, you know, and cut off there. We, we talked about this. This dude is seriously, he's got to be uh, 
on he's he's on some sort of juice. I don't know if he's you know taking a handful of fucking greenies before the yeah. games or what, but he's doing something and they're letting him do it because it's the end of the thing. Um, re- real quick, we have a special guest just going to pop in here uh, just because I know he's on a tight schedule. We'll get back to the games, but uh, we're going to skip forward to game three of this series and uh, welcome my tie guy to the show. We've heard Crawley's side of the story, what happened out there on Tuesday night, my tie. And uh, first of all, are you okay? Did you catch any uh, collateral elbows to the face? I got, I got a little cut on my face, uh, just inside the mouth. So not too bad. Uh, that acid from the Mai Tais heals it right up. <laughs> so, so basically what you're telling me is you bit your tongue while trying to to uh basically in the scuffle yeah I, I, it got a little rough i didn't i clearly didn't take the worst of it but uh you know tumbles mcgillicuddy down seven rows of bleachers he uh i'm sure he's feeling really fucking good today and i, I heard you on uh 670 the score uh just about an hour ago and uh yeah that, that you did a great job first of all and i think you represent well but you put the number at bleacher scuffles at about 30% of games have bleacher scuffles in them. So, yeah. and Well, I mean, put it th- I, that, I that is why I say high. left field sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, Cotton, wrong. <laughs> well, it sounded a little high to me. I mean, but maybe you're right that, like, something kicks off somewhere. Well, you, in I the mean, you, people in the line are bickering. They, they, you cut in front of me in the bathroom, on the concourse. Just because they're not filmed, they don't go viral, doesn't mean that they don't happen. You looked at my dick at the trough. No, yes, I didn't, sir. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Danny. Absolutely. Because you, people, anything sets people off now these days. You didn't so look at my dick on the trough. I was holding <laughs> it out there for you, and you kept looking away. <laughs> so so in, in your estimation, what, what started that fight? Crawley thought it was maybe a cup snake that spilled or... Well, yeah, from, from I, I went around, I talked to some different people. Uh, I wanted to get different perspectives on things. And, yeah, basically what the, the consensus was is these two guys were on the same team, and they were trying to build a cup snake. And in that building of the cup snake, somebody spilled the beer. And they that set them off. He's like, hey, bro, what the fuck? We're on the same team. Why don't you get me another one? Fuck that beer. Drink it. Put it in the cup. No, fuck you. And now all of a sudden. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There are teams? Well, uh, it was um, it was a broad statement. It was a broad statement. There's not a team. Oh, okay. We're all the Cubs team. We're all the Cubs. We're the left Cubs right field bleachers. That's there's your team, if you will. At but, the end of that video, that douchebag did walk off yelling, "Go Cards!" Yeah, for yeah, some well, fucking reason. reason. Like what? That's the thing. You know, you don't always you you'll see. You don't always hear everything. Too. Uh, some guy seven rows up says something. You don't see it because he's not on film. You're not close to a mic. But the guy that's that's directed toward, he'll hear it. I will say, you know, one thing that uh, Mai Tai just said, which you know makes me smile, is the idea that he was walking around like Sherlock fucking Mai Tai out there, <laughs> like interviewing people and trying to get to the bottom of what happened. <laughs> Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Thing. People ask me he's, the story. So I want to a paper and he's like, just the facts, ma'am. Right, right. Well, listen, I, 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 people ask me what happened. So I want to make sure I have the correct uh, story of events. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I can only go about what I was told and what I know from a personal standpoint. So again, I'm going to go ask around. What did you guys hear? What did you guys see? And that helps me formulate a better idea of what actually happened. It's like being a judge, you know, your side, their side, and the actual truth. Well, and, and we should be clear that, uh, I mean, the protocol, if you spill somebody's beer in the bleachers, I mean, maybe if there's only a quarter of it left, you're right. going to not care. But if you spill somebody's 
full beer and it was your fault for kicking it over or for being a clutch and for knocking into the guy, you are responsible for going and buying another beer for that right. person. I think 80% yeah. full is the, is the line. 80, yeah. you got an 80% full beer after that, <laughs> after 70%, you, you've had your fill, man. I'm telling you, my tie out there with his, his notepad and he's writing it down. Like the beer was, <laughs> the beer was how full. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, someone's got to do the tough jobs. I'm happy to do it myself. It's, it's that like, would be a great skit though. That would be like bleacher <laughs> cop. My time bleacher cop. <laughs> <laughs> Everything but the badge in the radio, right guys? <laughs> well, exactly. He doesn't play by the rules. He's my tie guy, Bleacher Cop. <laughs> <laughs> we have Since to we got my tie on here, I'm going to share my TFC here uh, early because uh, we got this from Seth Kennedy. My tie takes baseballs from children and punches from drunks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little punch drunk myself, so watch out. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, my tie, and uh, sharing your, uh, your your. I know you're at work right now, so you're yeah, sharing thanks, thanks your. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I, I'm sorry. I, I hate to. I, I'm sorry. I already put you back 45 minutes here, so I really apologize about that. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate you understanding, and I'm glad I can make it when I could. Oh, we're, we're so glad to have you on. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out perfectly. Well, thanks for coming on, brother. We'll see you back out there in the bleachers. I'll see you out there in Kenmore, guys. Be good. Right. Take it easy. So, uh, yeah. It, it, so that's a, a second. Uh, a second call for that it was indeed a cup snake related incident. <laughs> I, I like how you, just, my you just delivered that like a fucking news anchor on the spot. Indeed, That's the second it was uh, a, confirmation that it was indeed, indeed. a cup snake from Chopper 69 and <laughs> our eye in the sky. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we can get back to these games if we really want. What I, what, I, what I want to get back to is Albert Pujols hitting the home run in the basket. That wouldn't have been a home run anywhere else. And how a couple of days later, I'm listening to the radio and Zach Zaidman was interviewing their, the Cardinals radio analyst and was talking about how since the All-Star break, that Albert Pujols has found a new speed. And it was because of the confidence he got from the home run derby and being appointed to the team by Commissioner Rob Manfred. And that vote of confidence just put the wind at his back. And he's like a, a brand new spry Albert Pujols. That is what the guy said. Well, I mean, come on. Oh, I know. We come know, on, indeed. We know that, we know that Zaidman is just fucking yanked up on goofballs all day long anyway that's why he, that's why he can't moderate his fucking voice on the laughter. radio yeah <laughs> <laughs> so to him he's like that's normal like uh pools isn't doing anything special he just you know a little uh pat on the back from rob manfred the other thing i wanted to bring up about this game uh the game one that was won single-handedly by roid boy is uh that harrison bader who we used to hate and we probably still don't like him is now on the Yankees and he's on the IL and that's who they traded for Jordan Montgomery who pitched a Maddox against us. Yeah. That's uh, who. And now look at him. Here's old Harrison Bader, lovely golden locks springing from his hair. Oh, his head. I didn't even think about that. He's got to cut his hair. Doesn't he? Yeah. That we used, we used to uh, remember we used to hate uh, watching him and who's the other blondie they got on the team. 
Carlson. I, or, I think there's like four of them. They yeah, just they, fucking they, they have a little factory of these assholes. They do <laughs> exactly. So so th- there he is with his lovely golden locks that we used to hate. Now there he is on the Yankees, just looking sad. Just oh looking my like god! A, yeah, this night, like you know, I, you can see why it really br- the the hair that he used to have really brought a- attention away from his uh, Neanderthal forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he used to wear the bandana. Yeah. yeah. They're like, no bandanas on the Yankees. <laughs> you put that sweat in your eyes, son. <laughs> oh, like Mantle so did it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Jordan Montgomery, who got traded for an injured Harrison Bader, who now has no hair. Um, he, two, two hours and 16 minutes. Yeah. Uh, one, nothing. one, one, hit, one hitter. Shout out to Christopher Morrell. It's my dude. Yeah, here, I'm going to read my poem for this one. I'm not doing a poem for all of these, but uh, I like this one. I like the fight game, so. Okay. This one in the fight game will do. Yeah. Okay, you you want some music? Yeah. All right, hold on. All right, we're going to try. That's the wrong one. Here we go. No, in my head, I actually saying these, and, and then I get on here and I fuck them all up. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I can do it. Cubs poem 121, Chicago 0, St. Louis 1. Nothing more disgusting than a complete and total dusting versus a team that should be rusting away into nothing. Morell's a goddamn hero, keeping hits from being zero. Smiley with the bad luck. Jordan threw a Maddox. Pujols got a hit, and that's all there was to it. That's the one. See, I like that one. I was, I dig. I was into I dig. that one. So, uh, game two, uh, that one we won two nothing. I, I mean, Cardinals for all the offense they had been putting in, they came into town and uh, and didn't do shit. Terry E writes in, you could show a movie on Bader's forehead. <laughs> I I can't talk about that. You all see me with the hat all the time because I'm covering a a five head. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, game two, Cubs went two nothing. Uh, caught this one with Dominic Galoral. Thank you for the ticket. It was great hanging out with you. It's uh, he's your neighbor. Guys live pretty close by to each other, not too far. Dominic uh, Gloro is in Iowa here. He's on. He's in Iowa. Um, and uh, this one was pitched by 2015 international free agent signing Javier Assad, who had has had a good year, and he uh, has kind of sprung into, I guess, contention for being somebody that we can maybe use in the future. Um, after giving a, up a leadoff double to Nutbar and having a little bit of a rough first inning, uh, wild pitch, and somebody on third base, uh, PJ, PJ Higgins threw home to Gomes, got Nutbar out at the, at the plate. Each team had five hits. Um, Javier Assad's uh, first career K was to Pujols looking on a ball. That is, on a, that is it was nice. a ball. It was. That's okay. Um, well, so, we, we've got we, we've got another ball that was a strike three to talk about later that was amazing as well. Oh, yeah, the Arenado ball. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, that, no, the, the Reyes. Oh, the yeah. Reyes, oh uh, the Reyes strikeout. Pitching, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. We're almost there. 
So, uh, I mean, because really not much happened in this game too much. I mean, uh, little, a lot of small ball. Nico dro- drove in Morrell in the third, who had singled. McKinstry singled. There's something you don't hear every day. And uh, yeah, scored on a McKinstry had a couple of good games here. I mean, good for him. Not like a real good game, but like showing at least a little sign of life. Yeah, if we can get him up, up up over 200 batting average, then maybe we could start <laughs> to talk about maybe McKinstry like ever being anything. But yeah, no. so far, we're just going to be like, why is he playing every day? Yep. Maybe we're seeing why. So uh, got out of a couple jams. Assad kept his cool. Um, I don't know. It was it, I, a good game. I thought As- my takeaway was that Assad looked like a young Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like I know Jonah, who Jonah Hill, the Hill actor. is. I know who Assad is. I have no yeah. idea where, when he like, when he was he younger and he wore the glasses. Like I could totally. Oh yeah, the wild ha- ha- thing glasses. And yeah, he's, a, he's got a little paunch on him too. If, made- if Jonah Hill made a baseball movie where he was a player rather than a front office guy, it would have been. Assad. Jonah Hill was fatter than than this guy. There's there's that that middle part, right? Because he was really fat, and then he was like thin, and then you know. But there was that middle area that he was he was uh, he looked just like Assad. So then, uh, game three. Now this is the fight game. Uh, it, you want to do the poem? Oh yeah, yeah just yeah. to just to lead us off into it again. I got to try and see if I can read this properly, but we'll do we'll do our best. We have some tunes for this one. Yeah, yeah it's going. Cubs poem 123, Chicago 3, St. Louis 13. Fighting in the bleachers. Cardinals straight up beat you. Cubs not looking strong. Samson gave up dongs. Padilla gonna bleed you. Espinosa gonna show you. Nato's a, one, Nato's a whiny bitch. Reyes gets to pitch. Albert isn't hurt. Lean in to get hurt. Or lean in to get hit. Unlucky 13. Killing sweep dreams. See, that shit's hard sometimes. Well, <laughs> especially when you've had a few, right? <laughs> well, we are in the, we are an hour into the show. I'm sure you've uh, at least polished off one can of beer at this point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this one it was just bad. I mean, I was kind of waiting for this kind of Samson start to, to hit us at some point. Like, only goes the 3.1 innings, eight hits, five runs, uh, all earned. Didn't walk anybody, but did give up two home runs. The ERA is over four, which he's climbing towards kind of his regular world of a four ER four plus ERA. And then Padilla, who was the 27th man, came in, couldn't do anything. Espinosa kind of made to wear it. Kind of a weird line. A couple hit by pitches. Uh gave up uh one home run, but he had he had four strikeouts in three innings, but he also gave up three walks and four hits yeah, and four those, runs. It wasn't good. Yeah, it was just bad. Those pitches, though, like, you know, and, and you, if you were on Twitter, you saw the Cardinals fucking best fans of baseball losing their fucking minds over this shit. Oh, we're going to, you know, I hope they hit him and send him to the hospital next day. All this stupid shit. Dude, you watch those pitches from Espinosa. They just fly out of his hand. Yeah, he doesn't like, know where they're going. Like, it, yeah, that's just what he, they taught him to missed. do. They just, I mean, when he throws it, the camera's right behind him, and you see the ball shoot out of the side of his hand like uh, like that woman who was trying to throw the first pitch. 
<laughs> he kept throwing it, it over well, to the dugout. It, it reminds me of like the Dylan Maples thing. It's like the guy's got stuff, but it's just like totally out of control. And the guy can't, he doesn't know where it's going. It's fast. It's interesting. You know, he, he does get to swing and miss, but he, he I mean, it's, it's just all the over that. What a weird line. Like anything a pitcher could do, he did. He gave up the hits. He gave up the hard contact. He gave up the soft contact. He gave up. He struck him out. He walked him like he hit guys like anything you can, you, you can do as a pitcher. He did. So I know. he's <laughs> like, I always wondered what I'd do if I got more than one inning to pitch. Yes. <laughs> Apparently I do everything, everything. I do it all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was not good. Uh, Reyes. I, and now this is, I was kind of sad to not see Fran Mill Reyes that, dialing it up there at uh, 90 miles per hour. Um, that would have been interesting to see. But I, as I said, I got bad vibes in there, and I left. And yeah. obviously, you see why, because that's right after that's when that bleacher fight happened. It was right would have been right next to me, the whole thing. So, Well, I, I'll tell you, okay. So they bring him in, you know, and, and right away I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's the fucking DH, right? Like, they always bring in, like, a catcher or somebody, you know. It's like, this guy hasn't played the field in, like, like three weeks. Like, yeah, he could do whatever he wants out there. You know, and that's kind of like I've heard that guys don't really throw as hard. They're told not to throw as hard as they can because that pitching motion is different and you'll It'll hurt yourself. sore. You'll hurt or you could hurt yourself. He's a DH. They're not planning on using him in the field at all. And they're just like, yeah, fucking throw whatever you want. Dude was up there throwing, uh, you know, he, he was throwing a, I think they said a four seam fastball that had as much, like more spin than 20% of the actual pitchers in the league. Like <laughs> he was fucking ripping 90 miles per hour up High there. cheese. Yeah. Dang. I mean, and then fucking pool holes leaned, like turned into the pitch. And I think. He was trying to throw a fucking curveball. It was 71 miles per hour. And I think he was trying to throw like a curveball to him. And Pools just leaned into that shit. It was, and they're crying it was about a, it. Yeah. Oh, in fact, God. I'm going to bring one of my TFCs up uh, early here. And that was, uh, you know, Derek Gould. The, uh, oh, I hate this fucker. Yeah, this fucker. The guy who writes for I would. What outlet is this like? St. Louis Ragley or something like that. I don't know what it is. So Derek Gould uh, tweets out, Nolan Arenado was hit by a pitch. Andrew Kneiser has the bruise on his back where he was hit by a pitch. Dugout took note. Hashtag St. Louis Cardinals were hit by three pitches, two thrown by Cubs pitchers, the third by the DH. Marmel's thoughts on that? It's not a tryout. And then Shut somebody somebody responded to Derek Gould. They said, Cardinals shall receive three competitive balance picks in 2023 as a result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's – oh, God. So, Cubs lost 13-3. You know, and, yeah. and Nolan Arenado, and we're going to get to his fucking getting tossed out of the next game. He is the – and I was saying this when he was in uh, Colorado. He's a piece of shit. He's such a dick, an entitled asshole. And when he got sent to the Cardinals, I was like, that makes all the fucking sense in the world. He acts just like a young Yadier Melita. You know what I mean? Like he's, he, he just entitled. Everything is supposed to go his way. He is such a fucking 
dick. And when he gets hit by a pitch, he acts as if one of these guys is out there literally trying to end his fucking career. Like they all hate him. He is the biggest. He he's possibly the biggest whiner in the league. And yeah, no, and, and yeah, he he is. I think he is, and I I think that's probably why Colorado wanted to get rid of him. But right. Cardinals, the Cardinal way is to whine, so he fits in perfectly there. They whine about everything. So yeah, this game four that is that's not what he. Yeah, this this is the but, one that he got tossed in the third inning. Arguing yeah. about that whether because they said he swung, he said he didn't swing. It was definitely a ball, but didn't matter. He didn't really break the the wrists, but like, I mean, you kind of broke the plane of the plate. Like it looked like a swing. It just wasn't really one. If you depending on how you count a swing, right? There and are different ways to think of it. It doesn't matter. He the the bat went forward, right? Like he did make an offer and. Everyone knows that is a judgment call on the umps. And, you know, three-fourths of us don't know what the fuck they're looking for in that in the first place. And for him to lose his mind over that is ridiculous. Maybe, you know, it's he's, like, maybe he's taking the same stuff that Pujols is, getting a little, getting a little agitated, a little, bit, well, okay. a little bit of nose candy before the game. But here's the other thing. His wife had a baby today. That's why he wasn't at the game. He didn't play today. Maybe he's like, fuck this. I'm leaving. <laughs> he's just like, his ass thrown out of the game in the third inning. He's like, hey, uh, Marmel, I'm out of here, man. It's I'm the miracle of birth. I'm out of here. <laughs> you want me to play right now? Fuck you. I'm getting tossed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Cubs played well. A uh, lot of hits. Uh McKintry hit a home run. Yeah, you're right. He did have a nice series. Uh, we we kind of we get to Michaelis with his Mister Hanky stash quite a bit, and uh, Nico had a three hit game. Um, yeah, oh, Nico, the Redbirds Red looked like shit. I'm sorry, Molina didn't run one out. Arnado got tossed. Uh, it just like I don't know. They didn't. They just oh, didn't look like they were playing sharp baseball. Look, all five games they were kicking the ball around. Yeah. Fucking Arenado, Arenado, we were saying all over the place because he had some, he had two really shit errors uh, early on, you know, not, I don't know. He's the, the, the team was just doing some dumb shit out there. Like they were yeah. not playing good defense and I can't remember from the last show, but I think you said they were one of the better defensive teams. They were teams, one, right? one of the better defensive teams, and that did not look that way out there. I mean, the outfield was making some diving catches and things like that, but I mean, and th- some of these games were super tight. I mean, that just that, means they got a bad jump. The the two nothing, the one nothing, you know, those were tight games. The rest of them were kind of shit shows. You know, like yeah. today was a shit show. Uh, this game was a shit show in our favor. Uh, and then the and then the other game was a real shit show when you got Fran Reyes pitching. So <laughs> and then uh, today's game, man, it just got off to a bad start. And, I, and let me just remind everybody what I told everybody on the last show about Stroman's numbers versus the Cardinals. They suck. Yeah. 145 plate appearances, slashing 333, 350, 600 for a 950 overall OPS. Corey Dickerson has three home runs. Goldschmidt has three home runs against him, and he hit two today. 
Just, I mean, he's got 105 RBI on the season. Like, Goldschmidt's going to win the freaking MVP uh, again, and we're just all going to have to just suck it up and, and eat it. It was a bad game. Um, Trollman, yeah, I saw somebody Trollman saying that, I saw somebody saying that Schwarber's going to lose the uh, the home run derby to Pujols, and he's going to lose the home run crown to Goldschmidt. And just noting how it would suck for Schwarber to just be beating both those things by Cardinals. Yeah. Well, I mean, what does he care? He's on a red team now, too. So, <laughs> uh, so the only other thing I really uh, – and I don't know. Maybe we should save this for Sunday. We were going to talk about the schedule, uh, which is coming up, which is really a, a dumb, dumb thing that they did with this balanced schedule. And well, I don't want to make fun of it at some we, point. We could just – wait and bring on the guest and talk to him about it because I'm sure he may have something to say about it. Well, why don't, why don't we take a quick commercial break and then uh, we'll bring on Eric Wheeler. We'll see what he wants to talk about. We can skip straight forward to Brewers if he would just rather get into this series. But I, I'll, if he wants to talk schedule, we can talk schedule. Um, okay, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll leave we'll it all leave it up, up to Wheeler. Wheelo, you got to decide in this commercial break what you want us to do next. Why don't you uh, talk talk in the chat uh, and see what and tell us what you want us to do? You want us to talk to Wheelo? You want us to talk about the schedule and who's <laughs> vaccinated and unvaccinated? Uh, you decide here on the Sun Rando Show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, this is like choose your own adventure. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunrancho.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sun Rancho Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunrancho.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sun Ranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sun Ranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link the sun ranto show is always brought to you by all of our patreon subscribers who we call the super ranters well who are the super ranters well super ranters they have their own rss feed and they get the show early and ad free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher they get bonus content uh for example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranchers Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's... 
perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Rancher calendar every year. And... Uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast app advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies it's just not enough to keep sun ranto on the air we have hosting fees streaming fees equipment tickets batteries subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a patreon patron again because the show will be ad free stop making me waste your time sign up for as little as a dollar a month patreon.com slash sunranto patreon.com slash sunranto please join us today then join at the $3 level. That's three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Okay, we've got a, a couple of comments here in the chat. Uh, Bill uh, Suga says schedule can wait till Sunday. Uh, Bill's got a Bill's got a, either uh, dinner plans or he wants to go to bed. And uh, Dominic says schedule and vaccine. No need for Brewer sewers fans. So we kind of <laughs> we we need a uh, we we I guess we need the tiebreaker here. Eric Wheeler, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, you uh, know what? Hold on. Real quick, you know what? One thing, Danny, you didn't mention about that Cardinal series, and I'm sure Wheelow probably has some uh, thoughts about this. What in the fuck are the Rickets doing? Honoring. Oh, you're right. Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols before the fucking game. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted to fucking, like, oh, this is why. We need strong gun loss because I had to kill the motherfucker today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. It, for those that don't know that maybe didn't uh, clock in uh, what happened today, it's uh, bef- before the game, the, the Cubs tweet out that they're going to have a, a ceremony pregame where Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols, they uh, get a number from the scoreboard and, not Wainwright, by the way, just, just those <laughs> two. <laughs> like Wayne, oh, like, yeah, we don't like you. And so here's a picture of it here. And uh, Dom, I, didn't the, even, I didn't even think about that, Danny. That is really fucked up that Wainwright got nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, <laughs> here's a picture of it. He, here. Might, he might not be retired. Oh, that, yeah, that is that is true. I, <laughs> I mean, if Pujols doesn't get 700 and they keep letting him do steroids, he might not retire either. <laughs> So what if, uh, what if they take Wayne Rat out there and he's like standing there with the number, like guys, I'm not, uh, I'm not retired. And they're like, yeah, you are. 
I love how you guys have such a heartfelt, emotional moment for Cubs fans by putting Pat Hughes into the Cubs Hall of Fame, and then you follow it up with this dumpster fire, vomit bullshit on your home plate, what, the following fucking day? Like, what are we doing here? First of all, you got a picture here of David Ross standing there with Pujols and the number five, his number, and then Jason Hayward who we haven't seen in 17 years. <laughs> he, was, he was in Rome the last time we saw a picture of him. He was like at the Trevi Fountain, like with his freaking <laughs> wife. And, and now he's, he's like standing here gelato. Yeah. So I don't know. He should be the one. He should be the one retiring. Let's be honest here. <laughs> of those three, he is the worst player on that field of those four. This, this was the <laughs> There's perfect no opportunity doubt. Yeah. for them to give Hayward his number. Yeah. He, just go home. <laughs> Wave to the fans and leave. <laughs> yeah, so it was a sad state of affairs. And and I felt like it got us off to a really terrible start. Now, the fans hate it. And here's the thing. If yeah. I was there, I would have booed. I, I would have booed, 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 booed. And, like, that's what we – and I'm sure they did. I did not hear what happened. That I didn't see them replay it. Did, did you see it at all? No, no, because it was, it. it was like pregame stuff. And I was – I yeah. mean, technically I was working. I just saw the 54, which can I, I can only assume is what you owe Hayward next year, you know? <laughs> million yeah, 54 million. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think we will save the schedule stuff to Sunday, but I, I, cause there's a lot to get to go through, I think, you know, but uh, let's just put it this way. Everybody take a look at the schedule and just, it, I, I just want to bring up a couple basic things and it has to do with the Brewers, which is why I want to bring it up. We start, the year with the Brewers and we end the year with the Brewers, but we do not see the Brewers for three months of the season. Yeah. Because it's 13 games now. Yeah. They yeah. took away well, two full series. Only- Cause it's important. We play all the teams guys. Balanced schedule. We have to play everybody. And what blows me away is trophy. I've been saying for years that, the schedule needs to be fucking standardized into you play baseball uh, Tuesday through Sunday and the entire league has the day off on Monday and any game that, that gives you the opportunity where you know both teams have the day off and you can make up a game if you need to and it gives every player a day off right after probably a day game, yeah. right? And- they don't and, do that here at all. They have got weird road trips again where you go from Texas to Minnesota and then back to Philadelphia. They've Pat got all Hughes, this. Well, we'll go through it on Sunday. I've yeah, been everywhere, man. talking about that. Uh, how, how, you know, it's going to be weird and fucked up to not get a day off because you got to go to these, you know, things to to fix it. Um, we do have a question in here for Wheelo from Bernie Barron. Uh, does Wheelo remember when Pat Hughes was a brewer broadcaster? I don't. What was that? The 1940s, 50s? Uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was the early 90s. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You were uh, probably not yeah. it, it, listening to radio as a young boy. I was watching the, the fuzz box. I mean, I, it was always euchre for me on uh, the radio. Um, but uh, yeah, I do not remember Pat Hughes. I remember Darren Sutton, Matt Vaskirgeon. I think like Matt Vaskirgeon is like the first guy I remember. Yeah. 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 And, he, and he's a. Uh, Oh, also a Chicago. Uh, well, I think he did something something for somebody in Chicago. Oh, no, he's yeah. he's the national guy, right? 
Yeah, he's Sometimes. on ESPN, yeah. Yeah, ESPN he, he, and TBS now. And the, it used to be on MLB The Show before Booger took it over. There we go. He's on yeah. MLB The Network now doing like a like a baseball betting show where they don't really say anything about anything, which is exactly what the MLB Network is, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, the only other thing I wanted to get to uh, is that's aside from the series is that uh, – I don't, have, have people been writing in about which Cubs they think are unvaccinated that aren't going to be made making the trip because, to Ooh. Toronto this oh. week? Because we're about to find out. And uh, I, I made my guesses, but I said David Bodie's not on the team. Three to four players, according to Ryan Herrera uh, and Jed Hoyer, who is quoting uh, – Ryan Herrera is quoting Jed Hoyer. Three to four players will not – be going to Toronto, who you would expect to be making the trip. And I'd like to – I told you Bodie, uh, Justin Steele, and Zach McKinstry. I'd like to scratch Bodie from my guess, and I would like mm-hmm. to put uh, – Is Bodie still on the team? I haven't seen him in like a week and a half. No, he's he's in uh, the minors on a rehab stint or something. Okay. Um, is, is Wade Miley back up? Because no. I would put him on that list. He looks like a white trash – uh, trailer park owner like he owns the whole the whole lot i mean <laughs> um i have in my i gotta look at the dms i only have i think i think bernie came in and one other person and well, you can't tell me their guesses i don't want to be influenced what what i'm gonna say it is is justin Steele. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna say zach mckinstry which was one of my original guesses i'm dropping bodie and I'm coming in hot with Adrian Sampson not making the trip. And I was between Mark Leiter Jr. and Madrigal. I'm going lighter. I'm I'm going lighter. Three pitchers in a, and uh, McKinstry. So I got Steele, McKinstry, Sampson, and Leiter. Okay. As my guys. Well, everybody has uh, – I'm going to give everybody until – what time's game time tomorrow? Well, how about until it's announced? Till we find out. Okay. I mean, yeah, just, once it, we find but, out. But know, know that it is coming very, very, very soon. Yeah, like, you got to do it find now. Out. DM. So, uh, yeah, hit me up in the DMs on Twitter. That's the easiest way for me to do it. I can only find the one, uh, and I don't think it's a very good guess. The guess is that uh, everyone on the team will be vaccinated. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then Terry E wrote in much earlier in the show, uh, but it fits here. Do you guys think Ricketts will travel to Toronto? I mean, I get it. It's a lot to pack the coffin and the native soil and all, but we don't get out of the country every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, yeah, the Cubs, they've got the Brewers again. We just saw you. And this is one of the dumb things that they do. I, they should, we should be playing each other basically once a month mm-hmm. on the regs. And that's how it should work. Division rivals, if you've got to beat the guys in your, in your division, don't play them twice in a week like we're doing right now. That's stupid. We don't like it. It doesn't give us a good taste of where the teams are because they're at different places throughout the season. And on the flip side, don't start the season and end the season with the same team from your division, meaning you're only going to get to see them like one other time or some shit. Like, that's idiotic. 
Well, that's and that's how it uh, lines up too. We see yeah. him once right in the middle, once at once at the beginning, and once at the end. Um, so uh, you just got shut out by the dot. You shut out the Dodgers. Shut out the Dodgers. Uh, and, then, and then you coming out hot. Big. And then you, and big. Then, then, then we had position players closing out the game. You know, that's <laughs> just the kind of series it was in LA, baby. Yeah, we are familiar <laughs> with this. Uh, <laughs> This this happened to us just the other day when Fran Mill Reyes uh, was dialing it up at ninety. At least we've got a DH that throws harder than some oh, of the pitchers. Our uh, I forget who it was, but a guy that came in set the record for the slowest slowest pitch in Brewers history: a thirty-two mile an hour strike. <laughs> thirty-two. <laughs> That's was it. Was it like an ephus? Was it like super high in the air and all that well, shit? Uh, he went underhand. Uh, no, it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a strike because it landed on that little yeah. piece of rubber right behind the plate. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> Rolling Gardner did, or whoever that kid was from <laughs> the Cubs movie. Yeah. So here's the thing: is we beat, we did the best we could against the Cardinals. We won two of those Dude, games. You, got, you guys tried your ass off. I mean, besides that last game, I mean, it was kind of competitive, right? Oh, that, I mean, yeah. that last game, I don't even know what the fuck Ross was doing with that lineup. That was yeah. one of the worst lineups he could have put out there. But. Yeah. Yeah, it was a get real getaway day lineup. I and mean, we're just not trying anymore. So they're just and, doing what it takes to get through the season at this point. I, you know, get away and, from and losing. You can write as many songs as you want about him, but Marcus Stroman is just not the guy. I mean, it's 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 I mean, I know fan of the show, fan of the show, but Nick, come on. No, he's no, he's he hasn't been this year. There was the injury issue. He's shown, you know, glimpses of greatness, which I think he's done throughout his career, which is why he keeps being a sought after pitcher. Yes. But yeah, I mean, as far if you can slot him back and not call him the ace of the staff and put all this pressure on him, then it could uh might have might go better. Well but, and, um, I mean he's obviously got a thing with the Cardinals. Like it's it's yeah. a I mean that can get into your head sometimes and you're just not good against a specific team. Yeah. Well I mean I'll put up the numbers yet once again. I mean look at this. It's just ass. It's I mean, look just nine home runs in in uh well, 143 plate appearances. The entire team has a 950 OPS. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's ugly. It's just ugly through and through. I think you just Woodford. his start going forward. It's just like, all right, we'll we'll just we'll skip this game with you, bud. Yeah, he's got a zero in there somewhere, and he's still 950. Uh so uh I want to bring up one thing about the Brewers just in general that we maybe didn't talk about too much. Well, first of all, they have an off day today, so they'll be rested. We won't be. We just played five games in four days. Yeah. Uh, and the Brewers will be rested. We won't be. But the Brewers versus left-handed pitchers, which we're throwing two left-handed pitchers at the Brewers this uh, weekend in Milwaukee. Look at this. It's a huge discrepancy. The OPS is 100 points apart. Yeah, the slugging is just about a hundred points apart. Uh, yep. OBP is you know a little closer, and the so is the batting average. But where it really counts, where the power numbers, it is significantly different. A hundred thirty-four home runs. I mean, it's in more plate appearances, probably triple the plate appearances. But a hundred thirty-four home runs against right-handed pitchers versus thirty-seven yep. against left lefties. I mean, yep. it's and here's the Brewers' numbers as a team, uh, like individual players versus lefties. Your best guy is Hunter Renfro by far with an 850 OPS. But and, yeah. and he plays fucking football. 
<laughs> I just found that out this week. I was looking up Hunter Renfro, and I found out the motherfucker plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. Wrong Renfro. Um, but there's a lot of sixes and a few sevens in these OPSs, even a couple of fives out of somebody like Keston Hira, uh, who normally does a heck of a lot better. So, I mean, it's what's that about? Uh, it's just what it's been all season, man. I mean, what uh, the hell, dude? Uh, it's the same. He went through all that. He's like, yeah. so, uh, uh what no. gives? What's no, that? About? What, what gives? It's, it's been the curse of the Brewers since last year. And then we signed, we got Renfro and we got McCutcheon and we thought that that would magically change things against left-handed pitching. And it doesn't. And what do we do at the trade deadline with those stats? Absolutely nothing. And what do we do with Keston Hira? When he gets hot, we send him down because he has options. Then we bring him up, and he gets hot, and then we send him down. And now he's hot again, and we have nowhere to put him because we have veterans in front of him. We're making no attempts to be great against left-handed pitching. It's disappointing. I said, does that DH of yours that throws 93, does he throw lefty? Because you'll beat the Brewers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he, I believe he throws with his right hand. No, he is, oh, he is no. a right-hander. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we're he was throwing- a lefty. He would be pitching for the Cubs. We're throwing Steele and Smiley at you, who have both done quite well, especially lately. So good luck with that. Um, oh, look at that ego. <laughs> good luck with it. that. Just- <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm about to throw you down the bleachers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look, can we watch the slow-mo one He's more gonna time? He's going to drop yeah. kick you down the bleachers. <laughs> we got to watch the slow-mo one more time. And there he goes. Bro, oh man, two, three rows down. Okay, now now the the backward slide whistle right now. He's wearing okay. the official uniform of Chicagoans too. It's cargo shorts, high socks. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, it looks like he lost his shoes at some point. <laughs> he looks like a young Mai Tai guy, really, yeah. is what he looks like. But he, here's the one with the slide whistle. <laughs> Ah. Right, right back into the arms of his friends. <laughs> right into the arms of his friends. Uh. It's so wholesome when you do it that direction. So, uh, yeah. The, the, so the Brewers. I mean, I don't know. You, you guys, you're an average team. Like anyway, we saw that last weekend. The Cubs beat them two or three. You're just a little better than us in just about every offensive category. You have the better pitching. Uh, but it's but the bullpen ERA is barely higher than the Cubs bullpen ERA. It, it, I mean, last week it was only the Sox that had separated us, who have also underperformed. So it's you know I'm you're not a scary team. Um, the weather doesn't matter because you got that leaky roof. <laughs> so <laughs> only when you guys come into town. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least you'll keep most of the fans dry. With Wait, that. Does, yeah, we but just, doesn't that roof leak even when it's not raining? Like it just. The the condensation starts to drip. Oh, just from the cirrhosis that's collecting up there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we just we we put holes in it like a little glory hole at the top, and then we uh, get our drunkest people from bars, and they just p- put their dicks in there and they pee on Cubs fans. That's what that actually is. That's uh, oh, is that how that yeah? Get that that, from- that L.A. Uh, reporter was doing before he went down the slide. Oh man, that that guy needs a slide whistle, dude. <laughs> fuck, what kind of childhood did this asshole have that he can't go down a slide without breaking his fucking arm? Well, who should go down the slide from the Cubs staff? Like, I want to see Zaidman go down that slide. Zach Jason Zaidman. Hayward, just end it, just end just, it, Jason Hayward. 
Man, so but I, I will say this: it looks like great tailgating weather. It might rain a little bit on Sunday, but at Friday uh, night, seven o'clock game. Saturday, six o'clock game. Get out there a few hours early, have a few pops, go on in. It'll be real nice. So like late high seventies. It'll be perfect time. Are those Milwaukee gang signs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like pop a beer, <laughs> drink. Let's go, 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 go. Um. There will be definitely some fights. It's, it's the out. Milwaukee's best gang versus the Milwaukee's best light gang. Oh, it's best. It's best ice, baby. You got to go premium. <laughs> That's the, Laver- the gang that both fully led it, baby. Best ice. The Lavernes versus the Fonzies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Justin Steele, the lefty, is going to go up in game one. He's four and seven. At a 325 ERA, Freddie Peralta, who we just faced, is four and three with a 408. Um, Justin Steele, he two hit Milwaukee last time, nine strikeouts. He's owned them in his three starts since the Fourth of July. He was bad in a couple starts in April and May against them, but um, uh, but, he's but done he's quite a well. Pitcher, he's he's, he's a, a different pitcher. pitcher than the April and May Steele. Like, and I'll put up this, his stats. This kid figured some shit out. He's good. Overall, the Brewers don't do well. Uh, 180 batting average, a 497 OPS. Wait, uh, is he a lefty? He is a lefty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so surprised, these stats. Uh, there's some southpaw stats. Uh, those strikeouts, 37 strikeouts and 125 plate appearances. Yeah. That's basically 25% of the time. Um, I was kind of surprised it wasn't higher. And here's the thing, McCutcheon, dude, like for a righty, like he's not doing, he's not doing you any good. He's one for twelve against him. I mean, he did start. I th- he was in like an zero for forty five slump at some point. I think a couple of those games were against the Cubs, so that might be part of it. And he has turned around this year, so that might be a little skewed. But I don't know, man. Yeah, it hasn't. Is been- Andrew McCutcheon your best outfielder, even at seventy five years old? I'd say Hunter Renfro. Followed the football by, player, the football player, right? But you're gonna yeah. you're gonna lose him in like two weeks when he goes to Las Vegas to play football. That's true. Yeah, he, he needs to show up. Um, I mean, Gruden signed him to like a sixty five million dollar contract. <laughs> That's what happened there. Uh, yeah, man. It's just the. Here's what I'll say. You're, if if anybody likes sports bets on this, when the Brewers go up against a lefty, Ooh. take take the under in the game. I would Bet take US. the under in this com, game. People, you have a tired Cubs team coming in. And we're up against a lefty uh, pitcher, and Peralta can get it done against you guys. I think he has some decent stats, and he's yeah, been pitching two, well as of late. Two runs on four hits. The last time he pitched at Wrigley, it was two runs on four hits against the Cubs. The Cubs did win that one when Christian Yelich dropped the ball. If you remember that play, oh, I do. Uh, yeah, Christian yeah. Yelich's balls finally dropped. Uh, yeah, I wish they would. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, he's been playing like a baby boy. So you had it. You heard it here. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. Take the under uh, of Christian Yelich's balls, and uh, on this game, and uh, and you will win money if you go to US Bet. Sign US up under Sunranto. US Bet. Maybe it's, I thought about this. What if it's us bet? And not U.S. bet. Oh, is it? Is it U.S. US bet? bet? I keep saying I bet US, U.S. like an asshole. Us bet. Yeah. Like it's oh, no, about maybe us. It's bet U.S. It's about us. Us? Is it bet U.S.? One of or... us is right and one of us is wrong. Guys, yeah, I just want to say, you're, you're awesome at, at this. Let's, you're really let's, great. Let's <laughs> bet on this. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here it is. 
bet us. Oh, you're right. Be- uh, but it could be bet us. Bet us. I think it's bet us. Yeah, yeah. bet us. Go to bet us and sign up under Sunranto. Go to and- Jerome Bettis and uh, sign up for that. No. <laughs> and and remember that on Jerome Bettis, when you lose, we win. And I want to say. My last bet on this show was that you guys would beat Michaelis, and you did. So the kid knows what he's talking about. So file yeah. along. No, yeah, but he, if he's but, all weighed down by that big fucked up mustache. Yeah, looks like Mr. Hanky on his lip. Looks- Says the guys who had Arietta for freaking seven years. Shut that up. was a handsome beard. Come on. That, <laughs> that was a beard. Was- that was balanced. Oh. It's, it's when you get rid of all this part and you just have this part. Yeah. Your lip starts to pull down and your head rocks forward. It's fucked has up. He, has he, has he, has his trial started yet for his actions on January 6th? Or are we still waiting? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still waiting to be identified. Yeah. Okay. He, he was he was wearing a big uh, American flag around his face and they couldn't recognize him. So uh, Drew Smiley, another lefty, is going to go up there against the Brewers on Saturday night. He's five and seven with a three forty seven. He pitched straight last time out. Um, that was the one nothing game that he got screwed over in that one with no offense from the Cubs. Brandon Woodruff's going out there though for the Brewers. He's nine and three with a three fifty one. Um, yeah, uh, Drew Smiley was in that game with uh, only the one homer to Pujols. And uh, yeah, I face- remember. Yeah, Montgomery, the 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 Bader trader, as as we we call him, uh, the master, the master. <laughs> the, the masturbator. Yeah. Well, he's not allowed to do, do that. The Yankees <laughs> on the Yankees, no masturbating. No masturbation. Only yanking it. <laughs> only into the ah, there you go. Only into the cup snake. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> the, Drew Smiley only faced the Brewers one time. He went three innings and was taken out for the injury that sidelined him for part of the year. And then Brandon Woodruff, last time against the Cubs, he was really good. Uh, gave up two runs and th- went 5.2. We did kick his ass in April, but that was April. And uh, I, my theory is that the only reason that Brewers fans like Brandon Woodruff is because they really like chanting, let's go, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> just, just my feeling on it. So, Well, well, in the masturbator thing, we actually call him Woody. That's uh, – we go Woody. Yeah, we just yell Woody into the sky because we're sausage fans. At the end of the day, yeah. if you really think about it, I mean, it's the end of the day. Yeah, end of the day, all sausage. Up it's there. all sausage. It all goes back to it. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine there's. I mean, here's the thing: the difference between Brewers fans and Cardinals fans. You guys were probably like too drunk and poor to go to January six. You're like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> not going down to the great Greyhound station. <laughs> like they got um, my support. That's the guy I'm drinking, not going over there. That's the guy drinking wine out of a box. Fuck you, Ray. <laughs> with, with ice. <laughs> with ice. <laughs> I, I class it up. I class it up with ice. So, but uh, Cardinals fans, you know. They're a little bit more motivated, I would say. You know, they they're they're go getters. You know, they, well, have they you like ever, a good manicured lawn, wear the khakis. Uh, have you ever been to St. Louis? There's nothing to do. That's yeah. all they yeah, have. Yeah, you know, it, I, I will say that. I've been to St. Louis and then just went to Milwaukee last year for a game. Milwaukee is a much nicer, more wonderful like place. It really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so game three. Uh, Adrian Sampson, uh, and maybe because he's pitching in this game, I, I did have two of my unvaccinated pitchers Ooh. are pitching here, but that would mean Justin Steele wouldn't make his start 
where his his next start would be the following Wednesday, possibly um, in Toronto. But we'll see we'll see what happens with this whole thing. But Adrian Sampson, he is pitching in this game, and he is one of my unvaccinated picks. One and four with a four hundred four versus Eric Lauer, the lefty at nine and five and a three forty four. Um, Adrian Sampson gave up one run on four hits against Milwaukee through five point two back in July. He got his ass kicked by the Cardinals last time he went out there, which we already talked about. We don't need to talk about again. Gave up a lot of hard contact in that game. Hura has a homer off of him, but but nobody else has done too much or seen him much. Cubs have seen your pitcher, uh, Eric Lauer, Mm. two times. Got four runs off off of him through 10 innings pitched. Won one, lost one. Contreras, Gomes, and Velasquez have homers off of him. But the Cubs don't do shit uh, except for a strikeout. They got 36 strikeouts in only 96 at-bats, and that's well over a third of the time that they're striking out against Eric Lauer. Uh, And then um, last time he went out there, he shut out the Dodgers. So that was the one win that they had. That's the Eric Lauer we have on this team. It's uh, night and day. You never know who's going to show up. He's either going to blank you and go six, seven innings, strike out nine, or he's going to give up, you know, four or five runs. And uh, that's just who he's been this year. So we'll see. We we will see. And we're going to see on Sunday if we're not hit by a giant meteor. Uh, Do you see so- what I see? Said the night wind to the little <laughs> lamb. We're, start, we're starting Cubs carols early because uh, <laughs> we are, man. And I, and I like that we both jumped right on that. Only mine was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're working I, at it, Michael. We'll, yeah. we'll get you. We'll get you singing "Oh Holy Night" by the I, time I, this I thought we were going to do a round there. Uh, we just kept do it you see what I see? Do you see what I see? <laughs> We're actually gaining viewers about doing this. A brewer sweep. That's what I see. A brewer sweep. That's what's happening. We're coming home, baby. This show has actually been on the rails for the most part, and we're still singing Christmas carols. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are getting towards the end. I think we're getting a little punchy at this point. Don't you think? Well, so, you guys, you guys did. You started with forty-five minutes of Crawley. I mean, come on. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we got my time. This show has been jam-packed. It really has. Yeah, it but, really, uh, man. You get so much, so much bang for your buck. Yeah, Vol- pay for the Patreon. This is what you're paying for. You know. Yeah, you've got to uh, Patreon.com/slash/Sunranto. You got, you got to pay for this shit. Uh, otherwise, we're just gonna give it w- away for free, like assholes. You don't want us to look like assholes, <laughs> do you? Pay for it, goddamn it. Otherwise, we we have to entice you to lose money betting on things. Yeah, we have to do fucked up, unethical things like people have to do for money. <laughs> when you like, lose, we win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do things like go to college and take out loans just for the money. Pay for this Patreon video of uh, Danny doing AC Doocy at a nursing home. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you mean the last series with the Cardinals? Uh, it was pretty much a nursing go about there. Uh, watching watching Pujols and his extra speed that they say he has now since the All Star break. It's <laughs> he hit a double somehow. I it's think good. it was because they didn't yeah. think he was going to keep running. It's yeah, I think, I think so, too. I think they, like, threw it into third and, like, nobody was watching him. And he's slow, but Yadier Molina, uh, Molina makes him look like Usain Bolt. Like, <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, Yadier Molina is so slow. He's actually still in Chicago, even though the, the flight already <laughs> took off. Yeah, he's down watching his basketball team in Puerto Rico yeah, right exactly. now. So uh, September twenty fourth, uh, we've got the Bleacher Bum Band playing Hop a uh, Hop Fest out in Riverside, Illinois. Come check that out. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Hop Stop. Hop Stop is the name. Of it. <laughs> I don't know. You at Bet US, US Bet, Hop Stop, Stop Hop. hop. Stop. I don't know. Sock Hop. Yeah. Sock Hop. <laughs> Look down at the old Sock Hop at the high school tonight. <laughs> the Bleacher Bum Band. Get out your saddle shoes. Poodle skirts and greasy hair. So, uh, yeah, we're playing that. And also, I think October 1st, we're going to do another party at Nisei Lounge. So that's the last weekend of the season at Wrigley. Come on out. Let's do it together. We'll all go down together. And um, Ooh, uh, that sounded hot. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> I could see your eyes light up. Right we're, we're all going to go to the Nisei Lounge and go down together. The the ranter is now turning into it. A, the Cubs are so bad, we're just going to become a swingers group. <laughs> oh, they, now oh, the show's off the rail. There's a there cute dog on the I show. Mean, For those I, listening to the podcast right now, there's a schnauzer on the <laughs> on the camera right now, and he Josh she's very cute. <laughs> Who is this, Eric? Oh, this is uh, Bartman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 the fuck, dude? <laughs> Get off this show. <laughs> Just kidding. We call him the goat. <laughs> uh, he doesn't so, drop any balls because I cut him off. All right. There we uh, go. <laughs> poor guy. No wonder he's acting so. Uh, the, I, I guess docile towards you. So, the um, last thing I want to say is uh, check out the, uh, the mic. For those of you on Facebook, Mike Leonard condolences jersey had a couple oh, of no. deaths this week. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Um, two the same day actually, and it, it really sucks. Yeah, I died. never go on Facebook, so I miss that shit. But I'll I'll jump on there. That's- yeah, so jump on there if if you want to help out. We're gonna do something for uh, for everybody, and the rest will go to charity. Give a little memento of their life, and just let them know that they belong to a, a bigger family called the Ranchers. And so just check it out. It's on Facebook. Mike Leonard condolences Jersey. Look it up. Uh, it, there's an ex- explanation why it's called something weird like that on there. I guarantee you it's a very terrific story why this happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's very sad. But, uh, you know, that's why we come together. We're a family. We're a Cubs family. And we like to do stuff for each other. So um, just and- look on there. And if you want to give uh, Danny slash Rocket with two T's uh, – at, on Venmo and uh, sunranto at gmail.com on PayPal. Try to send friends and family and uh, make sure that ev- everybody will know like who gave and all that stuff. And we'll do a nice thing for charity and that person and all that. Yeah. So go ahead, Michael. Do you going to say something? No, 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 it's nothing. You're like, I have something hilarious to follow that up with. I was hilarity <laughs> with charity. There yeah. you go. Well, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna try and make fun of Wheelo, but I had enough time to realize it was shitty. Oh, it, come it, on. It's not a good. It wasn't gonna be good anyway. So fuck it. So I've got one TFC <laughs> left, uh, just just one, but it's like a multi-parter. So I'll go first here, and uh, you're the only one. I only had the one that. No, okay, I showed it's already you, out there. Uh, my tie earlier. It's kind of a, a four-parter in a way. So, um, 
So this has to do with the Cubs having a pregame game ceremony planned on Thursday today for Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina before their final career game at Wrigley Fields. And this was the tweet that Cubs Talk NBCS Cubs put out. And uh, somebody responded. Uh, Casey Ignarski said, they're going to show this pick in the Yachty tribute. And it's the pick of, pick of him with the ball stuck to his chest. Ball stuck to his chest. You know what, though? Honestly, if they would have done that, I would have been all in for it. If they get him up front and they give him their number off the scoreboard, but then on the fucking big board, it's like every shitty play that they ever had at Wrigley. I would have fucking loved. Yeah, that. just I like think him, that would have been wonderful. Him not running out a, a double off the wall. Him, uh, with you know, with the sticky chest. Him acting like a baby and arguing with umpires on balls every, right every, on the plate. Every time they got hit by pitch. Yeah, just crying. Yeah, that's what I want to see. <laughs> so then uh, an, another response to this, though, which took the opposite take, uh, which was from D. Paul, a bunch of numbers, uh, said, glad they're doing this. And, of course, it's the wrong there. It's the T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> and, and like clockwork, D. Paul. Oh, there he is again. One of those January 6th sunglasses guys. Yeah, once yep. again. Then uh, they they just all look like that. They don't know how to spell there. They've got a they, beard of a certain length. Well, it, they're it, always it, by a lake. There's a grill in the background. Like he's got everything going, and of course he's wearing cardinal red. And you know what else he can't spell? Vetter. If you look at his shirt, it says V E T T E R. Everybody knows it's V E D D E R. You yeah. dumb fucker. Yeah, Jeremy spoke in <laughs> class today, jerk. So uh, yeah, that's my We're pedantic assholes. Yeah, so there's my my TFC, and um, I guess, and you don't have one, or you had one, now you don't. So uh, let's let's uh, let's give away a postcard. Um, I'm still I'm still uh, actually have to order these postcards to be honest, but they <laughs> they are coming. And once again, uh, don't worry, chance Joe hashtag- Biden will uh, forgive your debt. It'll be fine. <laughs> hashtag chance in the chat if you would like to try to win. A postcard sent to you by me. It says there's only seven entries, but that's never really the case. Is Anybody it? but David Elliott, and I'm fine with it. Uh, Literally, <laughs> if, there's, if there's only seven entries, that's all. Uh, no, nine. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe everybody. Now there's nine. They're, they're yeah. coming in hot. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. That's more than nine. Bum. Joseph Stanings hey. is oh, that's a winner. Oh, that's a new one. Is it? I don't I don't know, Joseph. Have you ever? I believe he, I, I think he won before. Maybe not. I don't think he has. I, that That's a new name. Welcome, Joseph. Yeah. Well, Joseph's a Patreon supporter, I believe. And uh, is. Oh, is uh, he? Yeah. There are 110 <laughs> the way, of them. It's hard I to keep track. I can't see those. Oh. <laughs> God. Now I feel like an asshole. Well, good. That's why I pointed it out. <laughs> so you can say that and redeem God yourself, Cotton. I'm like, oh, he's brand new. <laughs> Danny's like, well, we, actually, well, we he's never been giving met. us money for a we long never time. Met he's a really it. nice guy. No, we, we never met. It's like since we've been throwing the events, like since the pandemic ruined everything, like he's, he's since then. So since, well, we, since you've been hanging out anyway, you know. Thank you so much, Joseph. We will... Send you a postcard. 
Yep, absolutely. Because <laughs> you won one. Fair and square. <laughs> Only because you won, though, really. Danny, if they live close enough, do you just drop them off or? No, no. Just mail man them. Yeah, no, no. That I no with the ankle bracelet. I there's only certain places I can go. (laughs) That's why I live close to Wrigley. You know what I mean? I can't go by the schools, and you know, (laughs) (laughs) regular uh, Blagojevich over here. Yeah, I I, I go by the I go by the lake, but I got to take a certain route. Yeah, it's a a thing. (laughs) Never mind about that. So. So, um, so I won't be going to Milwaukee, unfortunately. And enjoying the tailgate. Not, not till next, not till next year. Uh, it's sometime in July. So, um, all right. Well, uh, Spagog, everybody. And, uh, I, it's going to be a fun series of I mean, Cubs and Brewers. have been playing good games together. I think it'll be fun to watch. It, it takes a five game series against the Cardinals to actually welcome a three game series against the Brewers. Yeah, like like after, God. after that horrific, bullshit like dealing with those assholes like you're like oh the brewers really aren't all that bad see we come around you know (laughs) (laughs) see see So, uh, Eric, plug your shit again. I know you got some shows coming oh, up in San Diego. I got, I got, a, I got a big one that I, I just put on the books here. It's going to be uh, October 14th. And it's a charity bowling classic with Bobby Portis from the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, this is sponsored by Drink Wisconsin and Blee and Miller High Life, the official beer of alcoholics in Wisconsin. And uh, Bobby's going to be bowling against Drink Wisconsin Blee's accountant. And I'm going to be doing the uh, color commentary along with a play-by-play guy that used to do a show back in the 70s called Bowling with the Champ. Um, So they're going to play three, uh, roll three games. wait, Wait, what are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> i'm uh, gonna do i'm gonna do this but at a bowling event in wisconsin with bobby portis uh, the uh forward for the milwaukee bucks yeah it, it, and what's great is you said it's in october good yeah. chance that'll be picked up by marquee there we exactly. go you're gonna, be on, you're gonna be on cubs tv my friend uh, october 14th uh but the proceeds go to the bobby portis foundation uh you can find the link to that on my website if you're in Wisconsin. That's or, awesome. Or so you'll Chicago. be back in the area. We'll definitely have to come up and yeah. check that out. Um, October 14th. I actually think I'm in Cincinnati that weekend. Damn it. Otherwise, <laughs> I would definitely come up. But if you're around, like, and, and if you're, I know a lot of our uh, people that watch and listen to our show, they're up in Milwaukee and uh, in Wisconsin or up north, and it's not too far to get up there. Um, so that sounds like a lot of fun. And then you got some shows in September in San Diego. If anybody's out in California, right? It's yeah, six, seven, seven. Uh, the 7th, 8th, and 9th in uh, San Diego. And then yeah. you can find those on my website too. But. Yeah. WeLoco.com. W-I-E-L-O-C-O.com. Check it awesome. out. Yeah, there we go. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. If you're around Sunday night, we'd love to have you back to recap these three games. And uh, – We'll, the we'll sweep. Be, I mean, no. Uh, I come mean, on. yeah, come on. <laughs> we play it too tough. Like we got lefties going. Come on. All right. Well, you know what song I'm going to play? It's going to be "No Fighting the Bleachers" because hey, no fighting the bleachers. Spagog. All right. Spagog. Spagog. There's no fighting in the bleachers. There's no fighting in the bleachers. There is no. Mama teacher, there is no fighting in the bleachers. <laughs>
Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.